Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Stories with me, Jesse. Today, we're once again looking into the lives of people who grew up with oppressive parents over at Reddit slash Raised by Narcissists. Let me know what you think of these stories in the comments, as well as any suggestions you might have that we may just use in a future installment. Feel free to contemplate your childhood, because we're getting started now. Our first story is titled... I accidentally made my daughter cry when she asked me if I played Scrabble when I was her age. So last night, my partner and I were teaching our six-year-old how to play Scrabble. She's a bright kid and good with the reading, so we decided to have a game together. While we were playing, my daughter asked me if I played Scrabble when I was little. Without thinking about it as much as I really should have, I told her that when I was a kid, my mother and her sister would play Scrabble, and I'd always ask to play too. But my mom would always say no. Then one day, she got sick of me begging and said that I could play, but if I didn't win, then I wasn't allowed to ask to play again. I was desperate to be included, so I agreed. Now, I was a great reader and speller, but being about seven at the time, I didn't understand the strategy behind letter placement and scoring in the game, so inevitably, mom and my aunt both beat me by a wide margin. I remember going into my room and crying so hard, because I wanted so badly just to get to join in the game. I told this story in a bit of a haha wasn't that silly kind of tone, but my partner was horrified and my kids started crying and telling me that was an awful thing to say. I feel terrible for making my daughter upset and stupid for not just telling her some happy lie. I guess sometimes I just don't realize how f***ed up some of the things I went through as a child really were. Now what kind of parents would do that to their child? You just wanted to be included, and your narcissistic mother gave you an ultimatum to either win or never join in and play a game with them. I'm so sorry that this kind of thing affected your childhood, and I don't blame you for telling it straight when speaking to your kid. Hopefully they come around and appreciate the loving atmosphere you've tried to provide for them. Our next story is called... My mother threw a sandwich at a wall because I didn't give it to her with enough gratitude. And I am still wondering how people can look at me in the eye and say I'm a child and she's the adult. I was starving. I was in the middle of exams and my mother makes meals sporadically. She was just sitting at the kitchen table whilst I did essay after essay. And I knew food was nowhere near going to even begin to be made. So I asked permission from my mom to make a sandwich. And she said yes. She watched me take out the ingredients, put them together, and put the ingredients away. Never said anything. It took me about 10 minutes because I'm f***ing incompetent and wielding a butter knife is hard. As soon as I gather the sandwich in my hands and start to walk away, she says, Can I have one? I look back at her. You literally just watched me make a sandwich and put everything away. Why didn't you ask me whilst I was making it? She glares at me and curls her lip. She starts off, Never mind, I don't want it. Don't give it to me. So I sigh and slide half my sandwich to her. Then she has a tantrum, screeching at how she never wants one of my sandwiches again and starts throwing the sandwich at the wall and calling me ungrateful for not giving her the sandwich. I just say, uh-huh, and walk back into my room. She forgot about it two hours later. Really now? Your mother wouldn't make you food when you were testing, refused to say she wanted a sandwich until just after you finished putting everything away, then had a tantrum and threw food at the wall. 
When you offered her half of your sandwich, my god, your mother sounds like a terrible person, and I hope that you get far, far away from her, free to live in peace, where no more food is thrown in the home. Our next story is titled, For the first time ever since I was a baby, I'm 29 female, not underweight anymore. I'm officially in the healthy weight and BMI range for my height and age, thanks to working out, healthy food, and not living under constant stress. When I was a baby, my parents decided to give me away to their friends because they didn't want to raise me. They took me back when I was around five years old because the other parents got pregnant and were having their first child. Throughout my life, since being given away, I went through sexual, emotional, religious, and physical abuse. I was also constantly made fun of for being skinny, and I tried everything to gain weight, but nothing ever worked. I remember my father once told me that I will never be able to gain and have normal weight. I finally left that continent, literally, I'm thousands of miles away now, a year and a half ago. I was 28 years old. In the past year and a half, I started eating healthy and working out. I got diagnosed with complex PTSD from my family's abuse and getting treatment for it. I go through ups and downs still, but they are not here anymore, and I have my own support system. They said I'll always be skinny and ugly. They said I'll never get anywhere without them. They said I am nothing and wished I was dead. I've just proved them all wrong. I'm just so happy and had to share. Wow. You should be proud of yourself for being healthy and happy, despite all that you went through. Your parents weren't even there for you in your youngest years, and instead of trying to make up for their absence, they told you that you're ugly and that they wish you were dead. I would close the book on them being in your life anymore and go no contact, as I doubt you'd ever need any more of their pearls of wisdom in your lifetime. I wish you the best. Our next story is called, I, 30 female, just had my one year no contact anniversary from my narcissistic mother. Here's how I am a year later. May 4th was the day all my fears in existence culminated into one 12-second sentence in front of two cops. Everything is good with me, and I am choosing not to have contact with you. Please do not contact me again. I said it to my mom. I walked inside, and the cops made her leave. I'll never forget the look on her face, the doorbell ringing, and two cops being at the door. She called a wellness check because I wouldn't answer her calls, shaking when I came back in, then laughing, then sobbing. It was a hard following year. I was called at work. She called employees seeking me. She told my workplace officer that he was a fake cop. On the phone, she left messages, emailed me. I blocked every account. She made new ones. I changed my phone number. She called my new phone four days later. No idea how she got it. She is on my building's do not allow in list. She attacked me in every way a narc can. My county patrol and chief know to watch my house. Now she is on drugs and with an abusive person. She still contacts me three messages a day. Mother's Day set her off. I've been in therapy for a year today. It was weekly for about eight months. Now it's every other week, currently via video. I've been able to change my negative thinking, lose the guilt, become a better parent, 
not self-harm, handle my panic attacks, and communicate and accept my emotional needs. My son does not know my mom. He says things I never said, like how his favorite thing is to dig worms with me, and how he likes to lay with me before he goes to sleep. He's under four. He sees happy kids and moms on PBS, and he comments on how it looks like us. He's responsible, kind, quick to say sorry and forgive, and aware of others' feelings. I still have PTSD flashbacks of being back in her hoarded house. I have dreams that I have to recover from. I have waves of mourning and sadness. I am, however, the absolute happiest I've ever been, and I would not change my decision. It took a lot to get me here. Well, a whole year of stuff. It was worth it, though. Thanks for reading if you made it this far. I've had a lot of feelings, and it helps to get them out. It certainly does. And I'm very happy for you to have made it away from such a toxic environment. Your child is certainly better off and safe and secure knowing that your love and affections are part of a normal upbringing. The best thing that you can do when cutting out narcissistic parents is to break that cycle and give your kids real love and sparing them from all the hate and drama that was unfortunately commonplace during your upbringing. Keep staying strong and enjoy a happy life. Our next story is titled, Married sisters and I all move out, so my mom's telling everyone that we've abandoned her. Last year, my parents, 60s, decided to trick me and my sisters into signing the mortgage to keep a house that they bought that none of us can afford. They made us argue amongst each other, so none of us would figure it out. Plans got foiled when we talked it out and apologized to one another. After realizing what happened, we all moved out. Now, my sisters are 38 and 31, both married. I'm 23, new grad with a full-time job. Both of their husbands and their three children combined and I were living in one house for so long because my parents kept guilting us to stay. I'm tired. I'm so tired. Last Sunday was my mom's birthday, so my sisters and I sent flowers with a greeting card. I've limited contact with my parents due to their narcissistic tendencies, and now my dad's passive-aggressively asking why I didn't call for my mom's birthday. For my last birthday, they took me for dinner where they berated me for my weight gain approximately five pounds, and then got mad when I didn't feel like eating anymore. I'm tired. I'm so tired. I finally got angry and told my dad that I didn't call since my mom's been telling everyone, including my sister-in-laws, that we've abandoned her. His response? Your mom is your mom. You should respect her because the Bible says so. What about me? Why do I feel like I can't afford to breathe the air that I breathe because I owe it to you for birthing me? Yikes. From trying to make you and your sisters keep a house you couldn't afford, to making you feel horrible on your birthday by taking you out to eat and then calling you fat. I wonder if your parents ever did anything right. Respect your mother because the Bible tells you to. No offense, but respect is earned by being a good example. And if there's one thing I can't stand... It's people who have never done a thing for someone else's benefit, yet they expect respect. Move on to greener pastures and let them simmer in their own misery instead of dragging you down. 
Our next story is called... I was force-fed throughout my childhood, mostly greasy, unhealthy food. I was then ridiculed for being fat, and when I lost the weight, told that I should eat more. Both my mom and dad did this. With my dad, it's especially infuriating, because whenever we were at grandma's place, he always threw a tantrum when his mom asked why he isn't eating any meat. Yet, whenever I'm eating alone with him, he does the exact same thing. He will guilt trip me or bother me about why I'm not eating enough. Even though I always eat at least 50% of what is being served on the table, he mostly sticks to salads and tries to pressure me into eating the rest of the food on the table. I once lost control and confronted him about this, and guess what happened? If you answered, he screamed at you. You'd be on the money. He was furious when I called out the hypocrisy of it being not okay for his mom to pressure him, but perfectly okay to pressure me about the same thing. He began with the guilt tripping and accused me of insulting him. What is more, when I made the effort to count my calories and lose the weight, my dad and his parents, after sometimes calling me a fat pig, made a comment about how skinny I was and how I wasn't eating enough, so they made sure to force feed me whenever there was a family gathering. I thought it was perfectly normal to feel like you were about to throw up after a family meal. I thought it was rude to refuse any food, regardless of how full you are. Luckily, I know better now. I'm not selfish or spoiled for not wanting to risk throwing up after a meal, and whenever it's about throwing food away, I like how my dad pushes something he doesn't want to eat onto me, and when I refuse, he accuses me of wasting food by throwing it away. Damn, that is despicable. Having family that shamed you for both being too fat and too skinny. How is it even possible to find a happy medium when no matter what you do, you don't feel like it'll ever be enough? Sure, family meals tend to be large with more food than you can eat, but feeling obligated to make yourself sick is not normal and shouldn't be expected. My heart goes out to you, and I hope things get better. Anyways, that's about all the time we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for tuning in with me, Jesse. What did you think about these stories? Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe for more content, and check out what other stories I have for you. Take care of yourself today, and if you have children, remind them how important they are to you, and how much you love them. I'll catch you in the next one.